And back to the breaking news of the afternoon. Schools in Peel region will not, not reopen as scheduled tomorrow. Instead, a switch to online learning. And for more, we're joined now by Dr. Samantha Hill, president of the Ontario Medical Association. Dr. Hill joins us once again here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Doctor, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Okay, is it time that Ontario rethinks our rollout strategy when it comes to the uh, vaccine? Do we need to switch gears here and prioritize essential workers uh, such as teachers? I think the most important thing right now is that the government and all of us continue to listen to the experts. And what that means is that we continue to use the best available evidence to figure out where the vaccines go. I understand the risk in any given community, and it's obviously important that essential workers get vaccinated. We also have competing calls where some people are asking for higher density regions to be vaccinated. Both of those have validity. Both of those are reasonable requests. The biggest issue right now um, is still that we just don't have enough vaccine to get everyone who wants a vaccine and should be vaccinated, vaccinated as quickly as we'd like. Is this a bit of a wake-up call from Dr. Lawrence Lowe, who, by the way, will join us coming up in about 10 minutes here, Peel's Medical Officer of Health, who has decided to part ways with the provincial government and close schools there. Is this a bit of a wake-up, do you think, Dr. Hill? I think Dr. Lowe is doing exactly what he's been entrusted to do, which is as a physician and as a public health officer, make the best call that he can for his community we know that Peel has been very hard hit for a long time now and that the numbers are climbing dramatically. And he's looking at the evidence in his region and making the decision that in order to decrease the spread, decrease the numbers of variants climbing, decrease the toll on ICU and on individual lives, that he's going to restrict schools. And I'm sure he did not do that without a fair degree of angst and pain. No one wants to keep kids home. No one wants to further endanger the economy or people in any way, but we are in, and I promised myself I wouldn't say this in 2021, but we are again in unprecedented times. All right. Speaking of unprecedented, I'm looking at the ICU numbers here as well, and maybe not unprecedented, but we're getting uh, close, nearly 800 Canadians in ICU right across the uh, country inflicted with uh, COVID, half of those here in Ontario alone. Uh, can you give us a little idea just uh, how dire a situation our hospitals are in right now here in Ontario, how doctors are feeling? So doctors are feeling very, very stressed as our nurses and all of our allies and colleagues. We are looking at increasing numbers of cases every day. We are looking at increasing numbers of hospitalizations. I believe the last data I saw was that it was up almost 15%. And those hospitalizations are much, much younger. That means they're going to be in the ICU longer, and it means they're going to carry the consequences of COVID-19 for those who are lucky enough to survive much longer. Our healthcare system was struggling before COVID. We've added almost a year worth of backlog of a variety of care as other things have been deprioritized in order to prioritize COVID care. And we know that there are patients waiting for cancer surgeries and cardiac surgeries and all sorts of other life-saving interventions. So doctors are really stressed. I'm hearing from doctors in Emerge that in the course of an eight-hour shift, they'll see 10, 12 patients with COVID and a third of them will wind up in the ICU, a third of them will wind up in the hospital. That is an incredible weight, and that is, that is not something our system can sustain for very long.
All right. So how do we reverse that trend? I mean, we're in the middle of a circuit breaker, if you will, or another lockdown, a four-week lockdown here in the province of Ontario. Although I think for many people, Dr. Hill, it doesn't feel significantly different. I'm sure you've seen on the news over the weekend. Uh, we were talking about it earlier this afternoon. You know, the crowds at uh, Yorkdale's shopping center uh, and such. Does the lockdown, does it work? Well, so that's the thing. You mentioned it yourself. It doesn't feel a whole lot different. So I can speak for Toronto specifically, where I'm not sure the change affected anything that you were or were not really allowed to do in Toronto, except potentially how you interact with your restaurants. We know that in those high density, those high prevalence areas, that more is needed. The lockdown order is great to prevent Toronto, Peel, Ottawa prevalence from spreading throughout the rest of the province. But in order to mitigate what's happening in those high-density regions, and I take my advice here from the public health experts, this is certainly not my expertise, but we do believe that a stay-at-home order is needed. We need it to prevent further cases, to prevent further strain. And in the meantime, whether that order is issued or not, people need to remember that just because you can doesn't mean you should. Avoid crowded places, avoid box stores, avoid malls. Keep doing the things that you did at the very start of the pandemic, because in its own way, this is almost a brand new pandemic with these variants that are attacking different kinds of people and making different people sick. This is not something you want to bring home. This is not something you want to bring to your family. How concerned are you about these uh, variants? I was about to ask you uh, that question as you uh, brought it up. I mean, you know, it seems as if the numbers really are uh, escalating rapidly here. They're hitting uh, younger people. And like we saw in the uh, first wave, just how concerning is this variant or the variants to you right now? Well, there's two ways to look at it. One hand is that it's extremely concerning because the numbers are increasing dramatically and they are getting younger people sick and the cost, both fiscal, but also just on lives and on human toll are increasing exponentially. I have to mitigate that, though, with a little bit of good news because, you know, people need a little bit of good news. The variants that we have seen so far in Canada are sensitive to the vaccines that we have in Canada. And that is remarkable. That means that once you are vaccinated, you are reasonably, nothing is perfect, but reasonably protected. And it's certainly your best line of defense. So there's good news. There is good news. And that is that we have the tools available to fight even these new variants. But my biggest concern, of course, is that one day with unmitigated spread, like we're seeing right now, those variants, one of them, won't be sensitive to the vaccine. And then we're in a whole different situation all over again. And just finally, Dr. Hill, can I ask you for a little more clarification on the stay-at-home order that uh, you just mentioned a second ago? You would like to see uh, most businesses at this point uh, shut down other than uh, truly essential uh, services and people only leave their homes for a specific time period, you know, obviously for food uh, and essentials. The Kind of what we saw maybe during the, the first wave, is that the sort of lockdown we need right now, do you think? We think it is at the Ontario Medical Association, and we know, I know, how hard that is to hear. It's hard to call for. Um, I've never been a fan of, sorry, I've never been a fan of lockdowns. I know how much they hurt our community, um, as does everyone who instills them. But we are seeing unmitigated spread, despite having had Toronto, for example, in this exact situation. So something needs to be done differently. I think it's Einstein who's credited with saying, if you keep making 
something about making the same decisions and getting the same consequences being the definition of insanity. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, where we are uh, right now. Well, where we are right now is back to, I think, where we were at the beginning of the pandemic, where I am calling out to the people of Ontario to do the right thing right now, and that is to restrict all of your interactions with other people to what is only absolutely essential. And of course, everyone has to decide for themselves what that is right now. But think about what you're doing and think about whether or not it's worth you or a loved one potentially dying of COVID. If it's not, then make a different choice. Dr. Samantha Hill, president of the Ontario Medical Association. Dr. Hill, always appreciate your time here on the show. Thanks so much. Thank you. Be well. You as well.